I never really liked downtown Manhattan and spent little time there until my first year of high school, when I earned a scholarship to attend one of New York City's most prestigious independent schools I could not refuse to offer. Yet I would find that school in the Upper East Side was different than what I was used to. I immediately noticed my peers wore outfits that equaled my family's monthly rent, and no one there looked like me. Additionally, my home was about an hour away from school. As I commuted to and from, I would look out the train windows and notice drastic changes. Houses shapeshifted, and I wondered how two distinct boroughs could reside in the same city. Over two years, I realized how segregated the two locations were. Manhattan skyscrapers were aesthetically pleasing and functional, while the Bronx's projects were neither of those things. In the middle of two worlds, I felt like an outsider to both. My neighborhood friends made me feel guilty for escaping our environment in hopes of opportunity, and my peers at school made it clear that elite society would never accept me as their own. Like in many other cities, housing locations in New York City were accompanied by either privileges or disadvantages. Everyone I knew lived in dangerous and poor housing conditions, but for some reason, this seemed normal. I never noticed all these people were minorities until I went to school with mostly white folk who owned multiple houses. The discrepancies made me wonder which section I was destined for. Housing discrimination might affect me in the future. In America today, federal policies are instrumental in displacing families of color by segregating communities by race. From redlining to single-family zoning, exclusionary practices had directly impacted property ownership and residential settlement. Even though past legislation sought to erase racial discrimination, history is deep-rooted and housing and equity persist to this day, making it difficult for citizens of color to escape generational curses. Additionally, it is no secret that unequal housing has adverse effects for it isolates low-income households. This isolation then limits access to jobs, schools, and opportunities, thereby upholding other systems of injustice. As I have experienced these inequalities firsthand, I seek to pursue innovation through my passion, architecture. As an aspiring architect who understands people just as much as places and design, I have experienced these inequalities firsthand. I seek to pursue innovation through my passion, architecture. I have thought deeply about how built environments can be shaped to impact historically marginalized groups positively and how I can leverage my skills towards justice. Redesigning homes can improve people's well-being and encourage them to establish their self-worth. Having a stable and functional home is a human right and one that has been neglected and sabotaged for centuries. This social issue is one that I resonate with. Therefore, I feel a moral obligation to make noise about it and use my privilege to help better communities like the one I call home.